we are obviously relieved when we have the opportunity to step away from our business and things are not falling apart anymore, but we don't want to completely become absent. We still want to be the leader of that business and lead with our sovereignty and our integrity and our intuition in a very powerful way. Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline Weick-Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. Hello, hello, visionaries. I'm super excited. Let's start a new series today for the podcast where we're going to talk about the energetics of being a business owner and a CEO of a highly profitable, highly leveraged business and what that actually looks like and what are the energetic shifts that we need to make to make that transition easier and smoother and faster. But first, I just have to share something really, really sweet and that happened to me today. So somebody booked a call on my calendar to connect with me. And it turns out that it was just somebody who's been tuning in to the podcast. And she was just so excited to talk to me and meet me. And we had a really fantastic conversation. So I just want to send a big hello out to Sharon. She's an amazing landscape architect in San Francisco. And it was just a joy to connect with her. So I just want to let you know, like if you're hanging out here and you're getting value out of the podcast, please do connect. Like I would love to chat with you. I would love to connect with you and, you know, pop into my Instagram, pop into my Facebook and connect with me there. But by all means, jump over to the website and book a call. You know, if there's anything that I can do to support you on your journey as you are scaling your business to that next level, that's what I'm here for. And always an opportunity for you to reach out. So but let's dive in and really talk about the energetics of what it takes of leading a highly profitable, highly leveraged business and what that really looks like and how very different it is than the hustle that brought most CEOs success in the first place. So this energetic shift is just as important as all the strategy and tactics that you apply to your business combined. It's so incredibly important for you to really be able to level up to that next level. If you as a CEO remains the hustling doer in your business, and if you hold on to the role that brought you success in the first place, and don't really let go of the doing that held it all together for all of those years, you won't have the bandwidth to do the things that is required of you as the CEO to level up and level up your growth and income and freedom in any sustainable way, right? This energetic shift is perhaps one of the hardest evolutionary journeys that our visionary CEOs take when they're partnering with us. It's a whole different way of leading their vision, their team, and their community than what they're used to. So the knee-jerk reaction is to fall back into micromanaging people, projects, and outcomes, jump in before the team gets a chance to really do the work, and then feeling that nothing gets done in the business unless you are there doing it. But in reality, you're really not letting the team shine. Some of the most powerful things we can do sometimes is allowing our team to fail and to figure things out without our input. 
And yes, we're there to guide them and course correct them. But sometimes that is the best thing we can do. It really gives us that experience of watching them making the right decisions at the right time and leading the way. And we really get to feel that sense of relief. So ask me how I know, right? I've been down this road many, many times. I made all of these mistakes myself over the years on my entrepreneurial journey. And as a leader, you give your team the tool to succeed. You give them the guidance to course correct and the guardrails to meet your expectations. So we talk a lot about the guardrails, the company culture, which is really how we behave and how we show up in a company. It's really aligned with the CEO's values. And we also talk about the standard operational procedures, which is really how we do the things that we do and how we get the results that we do for our clients. So those are the two guardrails that we have in planes for IT. But we do not jump in and fix the problems for our team. We want them to figure these things out, giving them the tools and resources to do so successfully. And it's not really a total hands-off thing either, right? And this is really where most CEOs trip themselves up. They're either stepping in and doing it all themselves, right? And taking on and being that micromanaging CEO, or they like step out, hand it off to somebody because they finally had someone capable in the business and then never look back. And then that person ends up pretty much taking, hijacking their business, taking it over in the sense that they grow so entitled to the business that they think that they know better than the CEO because they've done so much of business development on the back end. And I see this happening all the time with CEOs. As a matter of fact, right now, we're supporting a team, one of our CEOs to really shift this dynamic with one of their team members. And it's incredibly difficult. And this team member has now dug in their heels so much that they're actually sabotaging the business from the inside. And I see this over and over again. And this happens when the CEO completely let go and just kind of go off doing their own thing. We are obviously relieved when we have the opportunity to step away from our business and things are not falling apart anymore, but we don't want to completely become absent. We still want to be the leader of that business and lead with our sovereignty and our integrity and our intuition in a very powerful way. So right now you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company and really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. So the sweet spot really lays somewhere in between of micromanaging and completely letting go, right? I remember... What it was like when I first had to actually work myself out of, you know, work myself out of a job in my business, when I had finally delegated like all the day-to-day stuff and operations and tasks off my plate to my capable team. And there I was, you know, twiddling my thumbs pretty much and wondering what I was supposed to do now, right? What I was going to do with all this time. I felt kind of a little useless. And I had to fight the urge to jump in and do and fix things again and allow my team to really take the space to take over all those things. 
And the truth is, even today, there are times that I still fall into this trap of thinking that I am the only one that can do certain parts of my business. And the reality is when you break things down and you really get the systems in place, anyone should be able to do the things that you do in your business and do them just as well or even better than you. And it takes a little bit of unpacking of the intellectual property that you have developed over the years, but really bringing that into light. So all the years of hustling hard, I've been telling myself that I was a badass, right? I was the hero, the super smart, the super capable, the brilliant CEO, right? That came in and saved the day. And making the journey from doing to leading require us to let go of having to be the hero, to having, you know, to let go of the kudos that we get when we sweep in and save the day. And rather than making ourselves important, like the most important person in the company, we need to really learn how to empower our team to become the heroes of our business and also the heroes to our clients. So the only two tasks that are really left on our plate as true visionaries is one, creating the vision and two, keeping the team accountable to that vision. So creating the vision takes way more spaciousness than we give it credit. Years of running our businesses on the seat of our pants, right? Throwing darts in the dark, hoping to hit the bullseye and never quite having the bandwidth to think strategically about where we are steering the ship has left us reactive rather than responsive. And slowing down and allowing spaciousness to fill our days Give us the time that we need to really tap into our intuition and lead with intention, right? A lot of times when we get stuck in that doing, when we make making key business decisions, we have doing them in a reactive way just to plug the holes, just to keep moving. And a lot of us feel seriously some, right, decision fatigue. We've been making tons of decisions and we might be a little cranky, a little grumpy, a little overwhelmed, you know, mentally just tapped out. And so from that place, it's very hard to make strategic, long-term, thought-out, well-thought-out decisions for our business. And it's also really difficult when we really stuck in the hustling and the doing to tap into our own inner wisdom and intuition that help us lead away in our businesses. So slowing down, creating tons of spaciousness. This is one of the main reasons why I run my business on three-day work weeks, to have that spaciousness of doing nothing when my intuition and my guidance systems can really help me to solve the biggest problems that we're facing in the business. And keeping a team accountable to that vision looks a lot like coaching your team, training your team on how to think themselves through problems that arise in your business, even more so than teach them how to do things. So my operations manager, my integrator, Leona, she is really the first line of defense. So my team always go to her and ask all the questions. And then if there's any questions that needs to be answered directly by me, then it gets filtered over to me and I can respond. But for the most part, my team handles it all internally. And that has freed me up like nothing, right? It's such an amazing feeling to be able to have that level of support on my team. And then I show up on Tuesdays, we do run our team meetings, Leona run the team meetings, and then I actually provide a team training for our team. This is really where I teach the company culture and really reinforces the vision and talk about where we are taking the company. These are the big picture context conversations that I have my team. Many of my team members think that this is like the best thing that happens all week long. They look forward to it. They love showing up for it. 
it becomes a really fun event and a really amazing time where I get to reinforce one of those guardrails that Leona is then reinforcing with the team every single day as the operations manager. So creating these kind of systems where you are reinforcing the leadership in a very strong way and empowering the team to take the reins on the day-to-day task is one of the biggest things that you will do for your business. And this is truly the sweet spot of being the visionary CEO. And this is a journey that I believe is absolutely worth taking. This was my little bit of an introduction into this energetic shift that is so necessary for us to level up and become the leaders to really support the shift behind that we create with our installations when we do the operations build outs and the team hiring. Our leaders are stepping into next level of leadership as a lot of the day-to-day hustle of doing in their business is being stripped away from them. So it looks very different to stepping into those leadership shoes. And I want to do a series on this. So we're going to be talking about this in the next couple of episodes here on the podcast. It's something that I spend a lot of time talking about and thinking about behind the scenes and in my client sessions. But I don't think we actually even touched this subject here on the podcast yet. So you're in for a treat. Tune in, connect. It's great to be here with you always. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources.